Welcome back to Common Niners Weekly. It is just after 8 p.m. on a Thursday night, and we are talking Charlotte 49ers baseball. This is Nick, as always, joined by Kevin. What's up, Niner Nation? Producer Brad making it all happen. Hey, hey. All right, folks. Uh, so here's the deal. We're we're with you here tonight. We're going to spend some time talking talking all things Charlotte baseball. Um, we've got the softball team playing in an elimination game at the bottom of the hour. Uh, so we're going to try to keep a, an eye on that as well. Uh, the baseball team is down in Boca. Um, we have it on uh, good authority that they are going to see a movie tonight, maybe even right now as we speak. Um, do not know what movie they're going to see. Um, boys, y'all got any y'all got any guesses on like what movie? Doctor Strange. Dallas could be my guess. That's probably it. I would I would guess that as well. Um, I, I saw that Doctor Strange Two is out, and my first thought was, I need to see Doctor Strange One. I guess. I, Brad, I know you saw it, right? Yeah. Yeah, you're a Marvel guy. Yeah, I'm, I like comic book movies in general, but I don't see everything. I didn't see the Eternals. I had no desire for that. Okay, so, I, I don't even know what you're talking about right now. Well, uh, <laughs> you know, I I thought like like Benedict Cumberbatch was like you know, I mean, he was in like some. CBS, I mean, like some PBS masterpiece theater kind of stuff. He was like this serious actor. And the next thing I know, he's like one of the weirder Marvel. I mean, he's, I don't know. He doesn't strike me as cool like Iron Man or anything like that. I don't know. That may be a, that may be an unpopular opinion, but I don't know. As, as you all have found out on this show, I don't care if anybody shares my opinion or not. <laughs> <laughs> whatever i think dr strange is cool it's just in his own psychedelic way so i would rather watch dr strange love which uh for folks of a certain age will know what that is and the rest of you won't and that's fine but look it up stanley kubrick um dr strange love or how i learned to love the bomb and stop worrying i think this is the sub the alternate title anyway all right folks I don't know. That's probably Kevin's just laughing. Uh, where that's probably what they're going to see. Doctor Strange too. I don't know. We'll we'll effort that. Um, you know, if, if Toby might be listening from inside the, the the theater, and if you are Toby, just text us. We'll send you a link. You can you can call in. You know, from the movie, like give us play by play or something. But here we are. We're gonna we're gonna talk baseball for a little bit. We've had it's an interesting week. It's it's been an interesting week. It's going to be another interesting weekend for the Niners. Um, as we head towards uh, the conference tournament. Um, as always, jump in the chat. Producer Brad's got an eye on that. Uh, if you want to hit us up on, on Twitter, we'll, we'll do that as well. Uh, it's always fun when you folks interact. So uh, let us know what's on your mind out there. Heck, we'll even take your, we'll even take your movie takes uh, if anybody's seen Doctor Strange too and just wants to sound off on that. I still I won't know what you're talking about, but go right ahead. All right, Kevin. So no midweek game this week, right? So it's been kind of, I mean, it's like, we're, uh, we're like, uh, like Ricky Bobby, you know, I don't know what to do with my hands. We didn't have a midweek game. So, uh, we we've had to watch other people. Yeah, we've been, uh, we got the, the Niner Nuggets out a little later this week, had a little time and, uh, got to 
kind of regroup a little bit and watch, like you said, watch some other, some other games, watch a little MLB. Um, but yeah, um, Niners are getting ready for the, the final stretch. Two weeks left. Coming down to the wire. Got, so I'm, um, I'm getting, I, I'm, I'm breaking news here on Diamond Niner Report. Uh, they, they are doing uh, a team movie. Uh, as I said, apparently they are the only people in the theater. Um, and I've, I've asked what movie um, we're going to see, but um, let's see. There's, can, can you know, for those of you who are watching on YouTube, there's a picture. Um, so we're, Doctor Strange. So there you go. <laughs> That's there you go. The, the stuff, the stuff you won't get in the box score. They are indeed seeing Doctor Strange, not not Doctor Strange Love, which is would be more my speed. But all right, cool. Yeah. Um. So last weekend, Kevin, uh, a lot of stuff to break down with uh, with the Rice series. Um, the Niners are on quite a streak now they've swept three straight weekend series it's really pretty a remark it's it's a really remarkable thing when you think about it because a couple of things have gone on um in the league one the niners have swept three straight series which always helps um but the the standings have kind of kind of uh contracted back together if you will um before this nine game conference winning streak uh, the Niners were closer, just mathematically speaking, the Niners were closer to missing the conference tournament altogether than they were first place. Now, here we are three weeks later, and they are actually closer to first place than they are missing the tournament. They're four games. Um, Charlotte is four games behind Southern Miss for first place at 14 and 10. So, I mean, that's that's a remarkable turnaround. Right. So. First half of the conference season, first 15 games, we played 30 games in a conference schedule. Uh, first 15 games, the Niners were 5-10. and 10. And since then, the Niners are 9-0 and 0 with the final six games to be played. So that's quite a turnaround uh, the second half of the conference season. Um, Niners are starting to get healthy. They're the hottest team in the league. Uh, one of the hottest teams in the country right now with, I think, with 11 out of 12 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they are getting hot at the right time. Um, and two two of the sweeps are at home. One sweeps on the road. Marshall has only been swept by one opponent this year. Now was us. They picked up a win this past week at UTSA to avoid a sweep there. But um, yeah, Niners um, are playing playing well at the right time and got things turned around. And, and they're they're uh, they're still under the radar nationally. Um, a lot of folks are still kind of overlooking the Niners. They kind of wrote the Niners off after um, that Middle Tennessee series, but um, they're they're beating teams. We, we call them uh, D one baseball, and other guys are giving love every week. Seems like a different Conference USA team, whichever whichever Conference USA team beats Southern Miss that week, uh, they they jump on and and they give them a lot of love. Labor of the week, Conference USA, um, but hey. They keep ignoring us, and the Niners will, will be there at the end. And um, they're playing good ball. I don't, I don't know about you, but I kind of like that. Um, I, I think the under under the radar is the way to go. Um, 
there, there's only one radar that matters anyway, and and that's that's coming up in a, in just a couple of weeks. Um, you're right. Uh, what's interesting though is uh, the it's it's Southern Miss plus one other, um, and you know. It, it was it was UAB. UAB got to be the the darlings uh, because they went and 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 beat Southern Miss. Of course, they had just been swept by us. That that kind of got you know uh, ignored conveniently. Um, and then you know then it became Old Dominion, who we own the road series over. Um, and and not to mention that that Old Dominion. We'll talk about the week conference USA had, but Old Dominion didn't help themselves this week either, um, losing two midweek games. Uh, so, yeah, it, it's kind of been the Niners are uh, kind of under the radar, and I don't know, man. I kind of dig it right now. Yeah, and I feel like I feel like we'll get two. We'll get at least two teams in the conference in the tournament, I think. Um, Southern Miss is pretty much they're going to be in the tournament. Uh, at one point, they were mentioned as a host, as a top eight seed. I don't think that's going to happen anymore. But um, Southern Miss is in the tournament for sure, I believe. And then it's kind of like UTSA, UAB. I mean, not UAB. UTSA, ODU, Charlotte, and um, Middle Middle Tennessee is kind of still hanging around with a good RPI. Um, I think those teams are in the fifties, and we're in the eighties. FAU, they're kind of they're in the nineties right now. They're kind of outside looking in as far as RPI goes, but we play La Tech the last weekend of the series and of the season. They're in the fifties, so there's some opportunities for our RPI to jump up in that bubble range. But um, and then of course the tournament, um, we'll have some opportunities there hopefully to bump up the, the RPI to that bubble range. And obviously, you win the whole thing, you go automatic bid. So eyes are on the prize, and the Niners are getting hot at the right time. So, you know, the RPI seems to be um, a little quirky this year. Um, I, I don't know if if it's necessarily more quirky this year than in years past, but I feel like I'm noticing it more. Um, you know, Kendall Rogers was talking about this on Twitter today. Um, in a in a conversation with uh, with Matt Brown, who's really more of a college football guy, uh, but of course Kendall, you know, being a, a, a hardcore college baseball guy, um, because uh, Jim Schlossnagel, the uh, the head coach at uh, at Texas A and M, canceled a midweek game uh, this week and was pretty honest about why that game got canceled. Uh, basically, that we're managing our RPI and we didn't need that game. Um, you're still seeing, and this was Kendall's point, you're still seeing teams um, moving pretty considerably just off of one game. Uh, at this point in RPI, um, you know, it, it should be fairly, um, I don't know, it, it should be starting to be established a little more. But on the other hand, the Niners uh, are winning and winning and winning, beating the, the teams in front of them. Um, but really not making a lot of headway on the RPI number right now. Cause I think it's still, I didn't look it up before the show, but the last time I saw it, it was like 83, 84. Um, yeah. and, and we're just having a hard time. And realistically, realistically, we need to, to, to really start to create a narrative around why we belong in the tournament. And, and there is one to be had. We can talk about that. Um, 
but but numerically speaking, just my opinion, I think we need to tell that story from the '60s at a minimum. Right, um, I agree. Not not the '80s. Yeah, I think that, like I said, there's some opportunities that jump up um, in that RPI soon. Uh, but to touch on the point about teams canceling games, I don't know if you saw that last weekend Notre Dame canceled a whole weekend. At they're supposed to go to William and Mary, and they just canceled the whole weekend because they didn't want to take the RPI hit, um, which is crazy. I cancel a whole whole weekend um, to avoid RPI hit. You know, I, I saw I saw a team not too long ago uh, on the road. Niners were playing, and and I'm not going to go in on them because I already did. Um. Yeah, that got. By the way, we we got a lot of feedback from last last week. Um, I didn't get any hate mail, but um, I did. I did have. Heck, I got I got Feet's uncle right now in the in the chat. Um, who's Chapel Hill grad, by the way? Big fan of the show. Feet's uncle, Chapel Hill grad. Um, he says, by the way, Kevin. He says I'm right about the Chapel Hill fans. And he was considering returning his diploma. However, he could not part with the lifetime wine and cheese coupon printed on the back of his Chapel Hill diploma. <laughs> so, so it does it does really come with a, a coupon. Um yeah. I mean and and uh the grads get the wine and cheese coupon and everybody else just shops at Walmart um for all their all their Tar Heel gear needs um anyway yeah so i saw a team who shall this week remain nameless i feel like do everything that they could because of the weather and and the swamp that they play in try to get a game off the schedule during the weekend try to try to oh it's the way it's it's the weather's too bad we can't play to try to keep a loss out of the loss column I feel like that's what was going on. Now, it's one thing to try to manipulate the weather or maybe even the batter's eye. But a whole weekend, like you just didn't get on the plane. Like you just stayed in South Bend and cited RPI concerns. I hope the, I hope the committee's watching. That's, that's, that's bad. That's yeah, bad. they didn't cite anything. I looked, I looked for any kind of press release on uh, why they canceled the series or anything. From either school, and um, it's just strange. To I'm sure I'm sure Notre Dame wrote a check. Oh, um, I'm sure. But yeah, you take you're taking us. Those William and Mary kids are probably looking forward to playing that series. Um, they're they're not having a great season, and uh, they're some some of the seniors. Their their careers winding down. They probably had that had that marked on their on their calendar. Notre Dame at their home stadium. Um, so it's disappointing to see stuff like that. So but, instead, uh, they took their frustrations out on Old Dominion this week. Right. Yes. And end up hurting Conference USA in the process. Where were we? What were we talking about? We were talking about RPI. We were talking. Yeah. We were talking. I'm trying to get this back to. Yeah, we were talking. Yeah, that's where. Yeah, about. there's there's opportunities for us still still there. I don't think anyone's canceling any series against us. 
or midweeks against us. Um, no, you got you got uh, you know South Florida is is not um, they're behind us. Uh, I don't know where they know like ninety. They're in the nineties, um, but it's on the road, so that'll help. Uh, some of the problems we had is uh, is just like 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 Marshall and and Rice were just two hundred ish. Um, and that hurts, um, hard to make traction when you're playing them, even if you're on the road, but, but, uh, this weekend's a good opportunity, uh, Tuesday, uh, on the road, South Carolina, and that's just SEC play. South Carolina is having a terrible season. They're ready to run their coach out of town on a rail. Um, <laughs> their RPI is still what in the, in the forties. Um, yes, it's, uh, oh, I'm sorry. It's uh, 66 now. Okay, sixty. Well, it's it's been dropping. It was forty about a week ago. They, they just are they still are they they're they're still hovering just barely over five hundred. They're they're below yeah. five hundred in the SEC, but overall they're just over five hundred. Yeah, and they um, lost to Upstate yesterday or Tuesday. Yeah, at home, um, and they host Kentucky this weekend. And Kentucky's been playing really well. Um, so that, you know that that's the, the numerically speaking. A road game against a top 100 opponent. We've got, you know, we've got four road games in a row against top 100 opponents. That's going to help. And then you bring Louisiana Tech uh, into the haze next uh, next week. Um, so, you know, it's there. The opportunity is there. Now, the good news is the way the way Conference USA is laying out. Um, when we get to Hattiesburg, um, everybody's going to be top 100. Right. It's a, it's a, there's a clear line cut off. I think the top eight teams right now, the highest is 93, FAU. And then there's a huge drop after that. Marshall's 183, Rice 208, FIU 211, and Western Kentucky 221. So there's about 100 uh, position drop after their top eight that makes the conference tournament. So, um, And it's looking like um, the top eight are going are gonna to be Southern Miss, UTSA, FAU, La Tech, Middle Tennessee, Charlotte, ODU, and UAB. Uh, Marshall's two games out of eight right now with six games left. Um, Rice and FIU could be eliminated this weekend from from making the tournament. And Western, it would Kentucky be hard could, to could see Marshall forcing their way in, um, especially playing at Old Dominion. I I don't right. It and they've got FAU. They've got FAU at the YMCA in the season. <laughs> and I don't see, I'm I'm, I'm going to I'm going to go out on I'm going to go ahead and predict that one of those game one of those three games is not going to be played and it's going to affect the standings. Oh, and F, when when FAU rolls in there. Yeah, when FAU is the marshal, there's going to be there's going to be one of those games is going to get canceled and it's going to throw off the whole standings because there'll be a half game they'll have a half game up or down on somebody and It'll affect the seating, so I'm gonna go ahead and call that. I, you know that that I mean, it almost happened already to us. I mean, they they were angling for it. Um, so yeah, I can totally see that. Totally see that happening. Well, so let's, let's, let's get um, back to the rice. Let's talk about the rice series. Yeah, let's we, talk we, rice, and then let's talk at we'll we'll talk we'll talk conference and and at large chances and all that good stuff here in a minute. But yeah, let's go back to rice. Yeah, well, we talked last Friday after the 13-0 game um, on Friday night. We had our first Friday night show. Yep. And uh, 
Taylor just pitched a great game. Um, we shut him out 13 to zero. Um, Hale, Hale Stems ended up winning conference pitcher of the week last week, um, which is our what third, third pitcher. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. No, fourth pitcher. Fourth pitcher. Yeah. So we had, um, yeah. Colin Kramer won it one week. Uh, yeah. Matt Brooks won it one week. And then, um, uh, Cam Hansen won it one week. Yeah. So, um, yeah, congrats to Hale. He's been pitching great lately. Um, he's gonna be he's gonna be on the bump for us tomorrow night again. Um, and if he can get us another start like that, man, we're gonna be good for the weekend. And I know we talked about this last Friday because that was kind of cool doing a. Uh, that's kind of going back to our roots again, doing a show like reacting to a game. That was pretty cool. Um, you know, it, it's such a such a neat story to me to that that hail hail was obviously sent out there as a as an opener you know kind of get us through the lineup and then you know hail's just like i'm not leaving i'm not leaving <laughs> i mean that's just awesome you know i mean that, that's 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 what you want to see in in somebody when you put them out there is that attitude that you know you make your plans that's fine but i got my plan and my plan is that I'm I'm staying. I'm staying for a while. And he did. <laughs> um that was just that's that's really and 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 I don't, you know, I, I'm coming into this season, I mean, you know, I, I told somebody else, they were like, man, pitching is really we're really doing some different things on the on the mound and the weekend. I said, hey, this is just like we predicted it. If you paid attention to Diamond Niner report in the preseason, we had, you know, a rotation that, that said Hale Sims will start us off. And then Saturdays we're going to Will Lancaster. And and by by Sunday, um, you know, we'll, we'll be with Colin Kramer. That's just how we predicted it. Remember? Yeah. I don't, that's, uh, I don't remember that. I do. I yeah. do remember. I do remember calling. Um, do remember calling Will Lancaster came in the fall and saying he he had he was impressive in the fall, and Cam Hansen was impressive in the fall. Um, but uh, those are two new arms that we had seen, and Colin Kramer. But uh, no, we didn't predict that. Um, no, nobody did. But, and it's it's good because when when you get something like that on a Friday night. That really sets you up well for the weekend, and it, it set us up well last weekend. Sure um, did. Not for the sweep, we had um, Will Lancaster went on Saturday, he pitched well, and then we had a Goose came in in relief, and then we had a weather delay, which I think kind of messed things up. I think Goose could have probably gone the rest of the way if we hadn't had a, a weather delay. Yeah, but uh, had a weather delay and and. Um, that kind of affected our bullpen a little bit. Uh, and we ended up having to hold on 14 to 13 in that one. Uh, Matt Brooks came in and got saved, which is good, um, with a incredible double play ball to end that game. Uh, Rice had the tying run at third. Uh, we had a guy on, and then they had a guy on first and third with one out. Matt Brooks uh, induced the game-ending double play as the tying run was attempting to score. And uh, yeah, that was a big one. That was a big one. Won the series. And then 
we move on to that Sunday. Was fired up. Yeah, yeah. The glove spike. Yeah, I, I love seeing the glove spike in the after that double play ball. Yeah, that was a big one because you know you could feel the, the tension was building. Tension was building. Yeah, we had a big lead. We had a big lead, and and they kept whittling away, whittling away after that rain delay. And um, yeah, I think it was fourteen nothing before the rain delay. They no, it was fourteen to four before the rain delay. Yeah, yeah. then it was nine nine nothing after the rain delay. So Niners hang on, get the series win, and then go on Sunday. Colin Kramer, um, again, he 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 was probably an opener. He yeah. had already pitched. He he pitched. He had pitched previously in the series. He pitched a couple innings on Tuesday night against Jack Will as well. Um, and he ends up throwing what seven innings, of one hit baseball. Yeah, one hit. Seven innings, one hit baseball, no runs allowed. Um, I mean, impressive effort. I mean, you don't get much better pitching than that. I mean, seven innings and one hit ball. Goose egg on the board. Niners put up a lot of offense. And um, we were trying hard to get the, the run rule walk off. We just couldn't get that last, that 10th run across. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, impressive effort. And, and the bullpen was solid as well with uh, Quentin Martinez. And, um, but Goose came in that one as well, came in for an inning. You know, yeah. I, I want to say this about about Rice and and um, you know they are they are a long way from from their um, their former glory. They just they are, um, but they're we're they're a team that we're going to be playing for a long time because uh, they're they're uh, headed to the AAC along with us, uh, and and quite frankly, uh, all of us. Uh, all of us in the that are going to the American and and those already in the American, like East Carolina, like Wichita State, um, you know, Tulane, uh, all of us need Rice to get back to where to where they were. That would be good for everybody. And um, you know, I'm going to give them a lot of credit. Uh, I, it's way too early to tell how Cruz will work out. Um, I thought that was a bit of a a bit of a risky hire for them. Uh hiring a guy, he's a rice guy. Um but but he does not have he does not have a wealth of coaching experience. Um even uh, certainly no college baseball coaching experience and his coaching experience that he had was was rather um uh he was light on that at any level, frankly. Um but former big leaguer, rice guy, uh, of course, you know you and I know uh, the three of us know how that goes when you're talking about hiring an alum. Uh, that just makes it um, that makes it a little more complicated when things don't work out. Um, but I, to their credit, like I said, I don't know. It's way too early to tell how they're going to recruit, how they're going to um, how they're going to go. Um, but you got to give them credit. I thought they played hard. I mean, they got they, they got beat. Um, they got beat pretty handily by us on Friday and still fought hard on Saturday. And I mean, even on Sunday, I mean, they just got shut down by Kramer. Um, but, um, I mean, they were still engaged, I thought. So that's, that's good. 
That's that, that's a good sign for the future, I would think. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's they're on their third coach, and in what four years, or four or five yeah. seasons. So, um, and it's his first year, so it's going to take time to rebuild and, and recruit. And uh, it's a little different at Rice with with the, the academics and stuff there. So, um, we'll see. Hopefully, they get it figured out and um, and come come strong into the AAC. But um, yeah, uh, it was nice to to get the sweep of, of Rice. Um, I had another milestone over the weekend. Uh, Kobe Bruce. Um, yeah, we got to talk about that. He made an appearance Saturday, uh, Saturday's game, and uh, passed the late Eric Walker. And he's now the all-time winningest, uh, all-time appearance leader for the Charlotte 49ers. He has 104 appearances um, on the mound at Charlotte. And him and Eric Walker are the only two that have over 100. So that's off to Colby. Uh, I got a feeling he's going to be making several more appearances um, down the stretch in his senior year. So we're going to need a lot more appearances from Colby, right? Yes, sir. And uh, congrats to him. I know he's persevered through through, through a lot last year, not being able to play, uh, recovering from his injury, uh, but he's come back strong and deserves he deserves every bit of his uh, the accolades he's receiving right now. So. I gotta tell you, when he came when he came back out of the dugout and 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 uh, and waved his cap uh, to the the record, I, I was I was in my feels a little bit, you know. I was I, that was that was cool. That's a cool moment. I was I was all in my feels just a little bit. Yeah, and he's been here a long time. We almost as long as we've been here. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Hey, Uh-oh. think about this. I mean. This is this is season five, season five of this show, and and he yeah. predates the show, right? And he, we did have it. We had him on. Uh, remember, remember two years ago when we had him on for Senior Day? <laughs> yeah, we had him on. Him and um, and and Todd were on for the uh, 2020 Senior Day show. That's right. Um, and uh, that was two years ago. That was two years ago. So. Uh, thankfully he got his, an extra year of eligibility and take, making the most of it. Like I said, uh, Jimmy, Jimmy touched on wants to know if it's okay to drop off and go watch Charlotte softball. Jimmy, you don't have two internet devices. I mean, you can, you can watch softball and, and listen to us. I mean, come on, Jimmy. Speaking of Jimmy, listen, he can listen. You can listen tomorrow, man. It's okay. You listen in the morning. Yeah, and you know what? And he will too. Uh, speaking of Jimmy, sort of. Um, Saturday presented some interesting tailgating conditions because of the weather. Um, but everybody that came out was a real trooper about it. When the game got moved uh, to one, um. That meant there was a oh, eleven to eleven. You know, I moved I mean, to eleven. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. It, actually, I thought we were thinking it was going to be one. It ends up being eleven. When it got moved to eleven, there was like a, a coffee and donuts kind of tailgate beforehand, and then when the weather delay hit, they threw us all out of the stadium, 
and we went back out in the pouring rain. Went back out of the tailgate, got under, got under the awning at the camper, got under Jimmy's tent, got under anything you could find. Um, had a mid-game tailgate, and then we ate like ate lunch after the game out there. So really, the 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 combination of the the weather, the time change, and everything um, wound up. We had we had three separate tailgates um, on Saturday. And, uh, and the crowd was, the crowd was pretty solid. So, um, if you missed out on that, um, I'm sorry, there's one more coming. There'll be one more Saturdays at the Hayes. Um, and by the way, there could be any number of things on the line, um, standings wise, postseason wise come next weekend. So, um, you know, uh, go ahead and start making plans for, for next Saturday. Uh, for another awesome tailgate, Cl- just whatever you got going, just clear your calendar. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Just, just clear it, whatever. So let's get, yeah. Let's go ahead and get that pumped out because next weekend I'm gonna go ahead to Thursday, Friday, Saturday, we're hosting La tech. Um, it's going to be a big series because nine doesn't take care of business this week. Uh, we could be battling for second seed. We could be battling. Or who knows? Well, depends on what Southern Miss does, but it's going to be a big series. No matter what Thursday is a green out. They're going to give away green Niner T-shirts um, Thursday, 6. Friday is Fan Appreciation Night and Firework Friday. They moved the fireworks to uh, from last Friday to this coming Friday. So um, bring the kids out. We'll enjoy some fireworks. And they're giving away some Chick-fil-A as well. So mark that down. And then, of course, Saturday is Senior Night, Senior Day. Um, so... <laughs> Gonna, and we've got to figure weekend. out who we're honoring on senior day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We've got, yeah. The, it's crazy with the, with the COVID eligibility and all that. It's, um, you don't know who's, you don't know who's grad, who's leaving, who's, who's, who's staying. And I mean, we got guys that have played three years of college baseball that are fresh. Um, so, uh, we'll get, we'll, we'll have to get all that figured out. And, um, we'll have we'll have our own way of honoring these these seniors uh, like we normally do. But uh, go ahead and make your plans for next weekend, Thursday, Friday, Saturday at the Hayes. Um, going to be a fun time. Yeah, the giveaways, uh, the, the stuff has been pretty pretty good this year. Um, we just need to um, just need to get more information about those things out ahead of time. It seems like I know that information is on the website, but I think a lot of people don't know about this stuff. So. Um, I mean, we do what we can, but you know, uh, it just needs a little more promotion on on the official side of things. I think um, last weekend, and I'm holding one here, um, are these um, Niner mini bats? Uh, pretty cool. Uh, they gave away, and uh, you know, I mean, it's a mini bat, so you can you can display it in your office. Um, it's it's a good solid. I mean, it's like a pool cue. I mean, if you, it would hurt most people if you hit them upside the head with this. So it could be dangerous. That was, yeah, that was the Mother's Day giveaway at the Hayes. You know, that's a good point. Uh, on Mother's Day, they gave away sticks <laughs> that you can, <laughs> you can hit people with. If you grew up in a household like I did, you know, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh, my mama had 
want a sandal, wooden spoon, just whatever she could get a hold of. And, and folks, I didn't get half of what I deserved. Um, dad was good for a solid leather belt. That was his go-to. And, uh, you know, we grew up in similar households, Kevin. It just, I, I, I wore, I wore, I know y'all gonna find this hard to believe, but I wore my share of whoopings. I did. And, uh, and I earned every one of them and, and more. Let's see. We got... Yeah. So, <laughs> okay. We've, we've talked Jimmy into, into the, uh, the dual, dual screen. He's out walking the dogs. Uh, Chris Seaford, uh, rest in peace, Big E. So yeah, uh, uh, Eric Walker, uh, definitely rest in peace. Uh, such a big part of the program's history. Um, Feet's uncle chiming in, and he's right. Um, apparently, Feet's uncle grew up in Houston. Who knew that? Just learned the, the, the stuff you don't learn in the box score. Uh, Lord knows there's plenty of talent in Houston, and there is. Texas Texas is a, is a huge recruiting base, Houston in particular. Uh, of course, everybody wants to be in there, but Rice, is, Rice has been good when they got their share of it. Uh, honestly think that was part of the problem with their last hire, Kevin, not to, not to dwell on that too much, but, um, they, the, the last coach they brought in from Tennessee tech, he wasn't a Texas guy. And, and that matters down there. They, 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 the high school coaches and, and on the, on the circuit down there, they want to talk to a Texas guy and, you know, I'll have to ask Toby about that stuff one time. That'd be a great conversation to have with Toby. About because I mean, former director of uh, of, of recruiting at, at PBR Texas, um, that'd be a very conversation. Because if you're if you are in Texas and you are from Tennessee, they don't give a crap unless you're Davy Crockett. That works. If you're Davy Crockett from Tennessee, that works. Other than that, that's not that's not what they're that's not what they're wanting. Right. Let's see here. Looks like softball's in a delay here. Um, I guess the other games going on going over. So they're not starting right now. They're they're still awaiting start time. So I'll uh I've got the game tracker pulled up and it's still so I've got a couple of questions, and these are like legit baseball questions. They're they're both coming in here. And so we can we can we can kick this one around, Kevin. Um so the first one that came in, uh who else in the conference has swept three series in a row? I don't, I don't, I would have to. Southern missed one ten in a row at one point. I know Southern missed one ten games in a row. Ten games I'm in a row. Was, I'm guessing that was three sweeps. Um, I think we, we might have been one of those. Um, yeah, sweeps are hard. Uh, they're making the point that sweeps are really hard, and they are. Um, I mean, baseball, you know. When, when you look at when you look at the when at football season, the national champion goes thirteen and zero. When you look at basketball season, the, the 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 national champion usually loses like in single digits. That's not baseball. Baseball's hard to win all three games uh, on the weekend, no matter who you're playing. Quite honestly, I mean, we saw that this weekend. Are we better? Are we are we a more talented team than the Rice Owls? Hundred percent. Absolutely. Did they have a chance to get us on Saturday? Yes, absolutely. Down to the down to the last out. Um, I mean, Friday, you know, games one and three, we held court. Um, that middle game, 
they're fighting their tails off. They get scholarships too. And um, I mean, heck, I mean, we could have uh, we, we could have dropped one. Uh, we could have dropped the final game uh, at Marshall. I mean, that potential was there. It's it's hard. Yeah, yeah it's hard to sweep. Um, I'm trying to look up now and uh, see. See, check some of the schedules. I'm looking at Lock Tech now and see if they've got three sweeps in a well, three sweeps in a row. I don't know. Um, um, See, Marshall has not been swept at all this year, except by except for by us. So they they've thrown a, a wrench in everybody pretty much. And they're one of the teams that would be a great candidate to get swept. I mean, honestly, I mean they're they're hanging out at the bottom of the standings. And yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't think I don't think anyone has has swept three in a row uh, in our league. And um, yeah, like I said, the first first half of our conference season, we were five and ten. And then the next, since then we've been down and zero. Looking at the last six games, so um, great turnaround. And and I mean, we took care of business. UAB was ahead of us when we played them. Mm-hmm. Swept them. Um, Marshall was when we were five and ten. We were tied with, with Marshall for eighth spot. Um, and so when we, we swept them, and then Rice. Um, they've had a struggle. They've struggled this year, but we took care of business there, and we are sitting tied for fifth right now in conference play. So here's your next question coming in on the chat, and I love this question. Um, Mike's asking, "Does winning four of the six last conference games get us in discussion for an at-large bid?" So, so winning the last two series, let's let's just let's let's say we get two. Let's just say we get two of three in in Boca. And they get two or three back at the Hayes against Louisiana Tech. Are we in the at-large bid discussion? <laughs> you want to take a swipe at that one, Kevin? Well, I think um, when you look at La Tech, their RPIs in the fifties, and, and, and FAU, their RPIs in the nineties. I don't know how much. Well, I think it gets as close. If we win four out of six, I think. I don't think that'll be enough to push us into the top three in our in our league. That's just because just because of who else who other teams are playing. ODU's playing Marshall and at West Kentucky. They're likely to win five or six of those games out of six. Box well, West playing West Kentucky has taken some from some people, including us. Right. That's true. Um, Middle Tennessee's got Rice. They're at Rice, but then they have Southern Miss. So they're probably going to win three at least, and then uh, UTSA. They have they have a tough road. They play Southern Miss this weekend, then UAB. But um, ODU is probably going to make a jump. I think they're probably going to win either five or six games. They're one game behind us right now. Luckily, we hold the tiebreaker. So if we win four, they win five. We still get the the, the seat higher than them, but. Um, I'm not sure four. I'm not sure four will be enough. Uh, if we win three, if we sweep on Tech, that's three. That's three wins over a, a top fifty team in the RPI, and that uh, that would mean we we had lost the series to to FAU, but we win three 
games at or three games over on top 50 RPI team. That probably boosts those RPI numbers up a little more. But um, how about this? How about, Let's just win seven. <laughs> we have seven games. Yeah. Let's just win them. How about that? I like that. That's a good. That's a good strategy. I think. I think that would work well. If we were to win seven, or if we were to win seven games in a row, if we were to finish the season seven and up, I think that would put us on the bubble because we would be looking at a two or three seed in our in our conference, possibly a one, depending on what Southern Miss does. Um, are they done struggling, or are they going to turn around and beat UTSA? They play two seed this weekend, UTSA. Yeah, and then they're at Middle Tennessee, so. Who knows what Southern Miss is going to do? They could drop, um, drop our out biggest, of a top spot. Our biggest problem is that Southern men, Southern Miss, if I could talk, and UTSA uh, both have the tiebreaker over us. That's that's really the, the biggest issue, right? And Middle Tennessee. Uh, so we have our we we make our we can uh, we can. Beat FAU and LaTeX and hold the tiebreaker over those two at least. Uh, but uh, I don't know. I, I think like the answer to question four wins uh, probably puts us maybe top four in the league just based on what everybody who everybody else is playing. Comment in the chat there uh, depends on how we do it. South Carolina and how we show in the tourney. I think that's right. Um, South Carolina is not a player uh, in in in. They're not a player in the postseason, but they're probably a player in our postseason. Um, that's that one's going to matter just numerically, and, and we can't we can't draw, especially with some of the games that South Carolina has dropped. I mean, you said self where they dropped a game to to Upstate this week. Um, we can't drop that and still be trying to figure out the math to to uh, to an at large. Um, yeah, I, I you know. I think the answer is is just um, is just 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 go win seven and 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 then go to Hattiesburg and win some more. Um, somebody, I, I was talking to somebody uh, the other night and um, they were they were texting me about you know well what if we did this these scenarios kind of like what we're doing. I said look, uh, the only game we need to win is the next one. That's that's it. Just win the next one. And and then we go from there. Um, now here's here's the thing. Here's the thing, Kevin. See how you and I know that, that this will play well with this crowd. Um, it's just going to depend. Um, it's just going to depend on what what the committee, how the committee wants to look at it. I mean, we're going to do what we're going to do on the field. Okay. And that number, the RPI number, is going to be whatever it's going to be. Nothing we can do about that. But in the end, the question is going to be, um, are they going to take um, are they going to take into consideration the, the challenges that, that we've, we've overcome? And in light of that, how we're playing right now. Um, getting David McCabe back in the lineup you know, uh, has made a huge difference, a huge difference. Um, if, if David, if David is in there and feeling good, which he seems to be feeling pretty darn good these days, 
if if David's feeling good and he's in there against Middle Tennessee and San Antonio, and yeah, uh, Southern Miss. I mean, you know, people talk about you know, oh well, they lost, got swept by Southern Miss. Go back and look at that. I mean, we 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 lost a game where we gave up two hits. Put put Big Maple in in the middle of that, you know. Who, who, by the way, is on base percentage. He and Nate's on base percentage are both right around 500. They're a little over 500. Get on base half the time. You're missing a guy in the middle of the lineup that gets on base half the time. You tell me that doesn't, that doesn't make a difference in a few games. Um, that, that makes a difference. Um, I mean, and, and honestly, Kevin, I was thinking about this today. Um, we we've had more injuries than 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 people probably everybody has them southern miss is suffering suffering from it right now but we've had we've had injuries up and down the roster up and down the lineup pretty much all season and been playing through various things i mean jake got hurt opening weekend i mean jake jake at one point was was holding a baseball bat he tore up a couple of his fingers he was holding a baseball bat like a golf club keep his pinky on the bat and people say what's wow what's going on with jake at the plate and then all of a sudden jake starts hitting bombs and 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 and, and hitting hitting extra base hits and he's going off people go wow glad glad jake's back what got into jake i'll tell you what got into jake jake's fingers are feeling better <laughs> i mean yeah. <laughs> you know, all up and down. Hey, we got this is from last weekend, Kevin. We haven't we had a, a an Evan Michelson sighting. We hadn't seen Evan Michelson uh, since Purdue. Yep. I mean, you don't think that makes you don't think that would make a difference? Last time we really saw Evan Michelson pitch, he was down in Tampa painting corners at ninety six miles an hour, and then he goes out. And we don't see him for, you know, he's he's out for basically a couple of months. Now he's back. He's working his way back in. You don't think that makes a difference? I mean, it just depends on what the committee wants to do. We've had our, we have had terrible, terrible luck with 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 guys being dinged up. We're still dinged up various places. Um, and guys have fought through it. And now we're starting, we're, we're probably, honestly, Kevin, we're probably the healthiest we've been since tampa yeah and we were down a starter then we were down madole then um mm-hmm. but um i think what you're saying about the, the committee if they're going to look at stuff like that i think i think that stuff will come out in the conference tournament because um these teams that were going to play in the conference tournament they didn't see david mccabe a lot of them didn't see uh evan michaels they didn't see us when we had the pitch clock or the the, the attack clock, but they didn't see this. They didn't see this Niner team. Um, so I think that'll come out in the tournament. Um, and the way we finish the season, uh, they tend to they do they do recognize teams playing hot at the right time. And if they can, if the Niners can continue to play play like they've been playing the last three weeks, um, we got a good shot of getting noticed. Uh, this weekend starts this weekend with FAU. We we. Take care of business this weekend. Um, uh, we might start raising a few eyebrows. We might start showing up on some radars. 
nationally. Um, but you know, we're, not, and, we're not quite there yet. We're not, and that's okay. We got more work to do. Uh, here's something else I think plays in this, Kevin. When when we get to when we get to Hattiesburg, uh, likely. Um, I mean, just just looking at the way this plays out, we're likely going to be playing uh, somebody like San Antonio or Middle Tennessee, like right off the bat. So you, you want to you want to you want to change the narrative around that San Antonio series. You want to change the narrative around the Middle Tennessee series. Take them on. In Hattiesburg, right out of the gate, and that's—I mean—I think that's likely to happen. Chances are pretty good. Take somebody like that on. Get Middle Tennessee. Get San. Get San Antonio. Of course, San Antonio is probably going to finish second, so we don't want to be down that low. But you see my point. Get San Antonio. Get Middle Tennessee back on the field with David in the lineup, with our guys feeling more healthy, with a, a full complement, full list, whereas we're going to have. I mean, never mind that we're still, I mean, from, from, we came into the season without Christian Lothus. Um, we came into the season without Brevin Yarborough, a guy that, that they were thinking was, was going to contribute out of the pen. Get these guys on the field in Hattiesburg with the best product that we have available and beat them in front of God and everybody. And then you say, yeah, so that, that's two months ago. We lost that series in San Antonio. But check this out. Look what we did today. Now you yeah, can you look at that. Yeah, in the Middle Tennessee series, I mean, we, we had an extra inning game on Friday night. We lost. Um, could have easily gone our way, but mm-hmm. it didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was, a seri- that was a series there. I mean, we had a big lead in, on, in the Sun or the, the – Third game of the series, and could have could have got that that one done, but did, couldn't nail it down in the end. But um, yeah, we got a chance to change the narrative, like I said, in in, in the tournament. So um, looking forward to it. Uh, finish this week, finish the next two weeks hot, and go into the tournament. Nobody wanted to face the Niners, so whether it be a two seed, whether it be a six seed, whether it be a seven seed, I mean. We're going to play these guys. We're going to play. Yeah. We're going to, have to, we're going to, we're going to see San Antonio. We're going to see Southern Miss. We're going to see middle. Um, so we got our chances to, uh, to prove ourselves again. And ultimately that's the thing. That's what it comes down to is if you're going to, if, if you're going to, if, if you want to be, if we want to be who we want to be, no matter what, this winds up, to go where we want to go, you're going to have to play Southern Miss in Hattiesburg, and you're going to have to beat them in front of about five thousand people. I mean, and you might have to beat them twice. You might have to beat them twice. And you might have to beat them twice. This is this is Rocky going to fight the Russian in Moscow. <laughs> you know, you you yeah. got to go in there, and you got to go into you got to go into their house. And, and if you can't do it, honestly, if you can't do it, then then it is what it is. But but if if you if if uh, if you want to be if you want if you want to be taken seriously on the national stage, which which we do, then that's you just that's where you got to go. That's what you got to do. Yeah. 
let's uh let's look at FAU a little bit. We're at an hour here. Um, FAU they just came off a series win over Lotzak, right? Um, knocked them out of the the flavor of the week discussion in Conference USA. Yeah, um, put themselves in so, it. Put themselves in it. Um, so we're gonna face their Friday night guy. He was their Friday night guy last year, uh, Hunter Cooley. Uh, he's seven and three with a four thirteen ERA. Um, he's going up against Hale. Hale's, Hale's got the ball for us, obviously. Um, last year at the Hayes, he he pitched three innings. He pitched it into the fourth. He gave up six runs in the that Friday night game, uh, the series opener at the Hayes, and uh, Niners end up winning that one. And I think we ended up sweeping that one, right? Four games. Mm-hmm. We swept the four-game series at the Hayes over FAU. Um, Saturday, TBD versus uh, Will Lancaster. And then we seem to do well against TBD as of the last three weeks. We've been we've been pretty good against TBD. But um, Sunday they listed uh, Tyler Burnham. He's a uh, grad transfer lefty. Uh, he's got an impressive six and zero record in eleven starts, two eight two ERA. Um, so he's been pretty impressive uh, this season. Uh, they're Sunday guys, so um, not sure what they're going to go with uh, Saturday, but uh, that's who they're list. They've listed it as Friday and Sunday starters. You know, it seems like uh, their um, their their mo this season is that they can hit. Uh, but but they go with their pitching. Um, yeah, th- that they can get the pitching, and they haven't always gotten it. Um, they they dropped a midweek to Florida Gulf Coast. Um, at Florida Gulf Coast, um, pretty pretty handily. Um, I know we've made reference to it several times during the show, but Conference USA had a terrible midweek. <laughs> Just <laughs> terrible terrible midweek results. Um, knocked us out of fifth in the RPI. We dropped back down to six as a league. Um, but yeah, they dropped a, a contest at Florida Gulf Coast. Um, I, I think this comes down to uh, what our, uh, I, I think at this point, we kind of know what we have with, with, our, with our pitching. Um, we, we, we know what we're going to get uh, as far as attitude and effort out of hail. Um, and, uh, and Will's going to grind. Will's just going to come in and, and just keep grinding and, and, and eat up innings and, and battle. Um, and then I would, you know, going back to Kramer, he's on a, he's on a good roll. And then we've just got a collection of guys starting with, with Goose and Colby and Tony Rossi. And there, there's just a collection of guys out of that bullpen that are coming in and doing the job. So I feel like we're in pretty good shape on that. The question is, is can we just, can we grind down what they're doing from a pitching standpoint? Um, and I think, I mean, I know we can, I mean, we, we've talked about this and you, you put that information out there earlier this week. I mean, the Niners continue to lead the, the nation in drawing walks. I mean, what, what, what has, what has been going on offensively for the Niners this year is, is, is really remarkable um, we're drawing walks. We're hitting for power. Um, I mean, the, our team, our team on base percentage is like four seventeen. You know, as as a squad. I mean, that's that's incredible. Yeah, 
we're leading the country, leading the country in walks. And I think we're what top 15 in home runs, second yeah. in our conference in home runs. We've hit, we've hit 78 home runs this year. That's 12 more than we had all of last year. But we've still got maybe probably 10 or so, at least six, six plus games left. Um, and, um, yeah, and we're second in our conference, and we don't even play in a wind tunnel for a home stadium. So, And Dave got, still hasn't made it up above the cut line on the stat sheet. For those of you who look at the stat sheet, you know what I'm talking about. you got to, at a certain, it's an average of, of two plate appearances a game and 75% of the games played. You move above the cut line on the stat page. Dave's still below it. And we're, we're turning out those, those offensive stats at, at that point. Um, Man, it, yeah, we're and you look at the conference stats. Um, Nate Furman's leading the league, and I think he's leading the league in uh, hits, and he's one or two in walks. I think he's leading the league in stolen bases. So, I mean, we're and all, he's going to get passed over. over, and he's going to get passed over at second base by Conference USA for Carter Trice. Just, just go ahead and mark that down. I, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and call that bull crap before it even happens because it's going to happen. And and you look at yeah, you probably they love them some Carter Trice. <laughs> there, there should be a wind tunnel factor in there that you you have to factor down their their power numbers. But um, looking at the conference only stats. Dragon, Jack Dragon's batting 376 in our conference. Uh, and, uh, Cam Fisher, 11 homers in conference. Um, Cunningham's right behind six with six homers, though with five. Um, so, we're very balanced attack. And he said, Dave McCabe, he hasn't played enough games to get above the cut line. So, um, and we're having we're, we're talking you're talking power numbers and we haven't even mentioned Butch yet. Yeah. Butcher I mean, has got he's got five homers in conference. Um it, it's, 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 a, it's remarkable the job. And 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 if we want to uh uh give coach Sevihar and, and and probably Toby, uh I think those would be the guys that 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 work uh the most with the with the hitters, give them a ton of credit. Those two guys for what they've done, Toby and, and Coach uh, Coach Sebihar, um working with the hitters, and at the same time, Kevin, I want to just throw this out there. Um, you know, uh, Woody and, and and Coach Miney on the on the pitching side, uh, in so many ways, in so many ways. I know people look at the record, and, and last year we were going, you know, the 40, 40 wins, and we had lightning sort of caught lightning in a bottle, and and I mean, it's fantastic season. When you compare the coaching jobs last year to this year, it, this is what people kind of overlook sometimes. This staff, I mean, we're homers. Uh, we don't even try to hide that. But I'm just telling you, this staff has coached its collective butt off this season. Not that they were tip cruising last season. They weren't. But with the adversity and the various things that have happened, you look at the way, look at the way we're operating on the on the mound. We have totally gone to a non-traditional approach 
and 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 the psychology of raising guys up out of the bullpen and getting them pumped up and they're coming in and we're sending hail and calling out there as openers and they're just staying i mean this is this is uh, th- th- this is not the way you write the script and and they are they are not afraid to go off script and and do something else and it's it's really fun to watch yeah and you mentioned on the pitching side uh this past weekend we had two shutouts two weekend shutouts and of a conference point we haven't done that since 2011 i think we shut out richmond twice on the same weekend so um impressive uh down the stretch we are getting some good pitching um and like the strategy is a little uh different than most but uh their guys are finding ways to get it done and uh, exciting to watch so we had a question come in about uh about the uh about the attack clock. Um, what happened to the attack clock was the question. Uh, apparently, it was not in the dug. From where we sit, we can't see in the dugout. So apparently, the, the, the attack clock kind of disappeared at some point. Um, I'm not sure. You know, you tune into this show to get the stuff that's not in the box score. Well, check the box score and see if anywhere in the box score it says, I don't know. <laughs> because I don't, the answer to that question is, I don't know. I don't know what happened. We, yeah, I didn't. Well, where we said the haze, we can't see inside our dugout. So, yeah, I didn't we, see we, we, can, we can see into the visitor dugout. Um, and and uh, I've watched. I watched Friday's game from home on ESPN, uh, and I didn't. They didn't. I don't remember seeing it on on the on the ESPN broadcast, though. Um, That's something to watch this weekend. See if the, the attack clock shows back up. I, I don't know. Maybe I don't. I don't know. Maybe it um, got a two game suspension. <laughs> yeah, we didn't even we didn't even touch on that. Well, we talked about it last Friday. Woody, Woody served his suspension out Saturday. Congrats to Coach Vic. 2-0. Toby, Toby just stepped in as skipper, went 2-0 last weekend. Uh, I think I think he was pretty glad to have uh, Woody back in the dugout on uh, on Sunday. Uh, apparently, we, we kind of took it as those were Toby's first two, um, first two victories. Uh, he says that that he was um, head coach or or, or stu- he was the head man for a game at the end of the year, one year at Air Force, and and that they got destroyed by I think he said New Mexico. Um, I told him that didn't count. So as far as I'm concerned, Toby Bignall, two and zero. Congrats, Coach Vic. <laughs> I mean, hey, we, we can we can do whatever we want to. It's our show. I mean, we, we do it. We do and say whatever we want to anyway. So, Coach Pick, two and up. Um, you know, it, it's that that was that was a ridiculous situation. But we don't need to. We don't need to. We don't need to cover that again. But we don't need you going. We don't need you going in on them again. Nah, nah. I'm a. You know, don't hurt them. Don't hurt them. I'm. Not, I'm gonna leave them alone. I'll let them. I'll let them be. But yeah, it's um. It, it, here's what's cool. Okay. Here's what's cool, guys. Um, we're sitting here. Um, 
it's 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 May twelfth, and and we're talking we're talking postseason postseason chances, and um, you know I think back to uh, uh, I, I think back to twenty um, I guess twenty uh, what was that twenty twenty nineteen is that right where we or no twenty eighteen. Um uh, man, time's all messed up. 20, 2019 is when we won what? Nine, we won 19, 20 games? Yeah, and we, we missed the conference tournament. We were the nine seed, I believe. Uh, yeah. Going yeah, into no, the last weekend. We missed the conference tournament, and we were still doing this show. <laughs> we, we were doing this show at the end of the season talking about Missing the missing the conference tournament and you know and 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 what what the future held and all that good stuff and and so here we're sitting here it's May twelfth and um and we've got people asking questions like hey do you, what do you think are our at large chances so uh, no matter what bubble. happens no matter what happens I'll 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 take that yeah we're talking bubble and with two weeks left um and. Uh, Hell, Niners are hot. We got a good shot at the tournament too, man. So yeah, Southern Miss. Um, the Southern Miss looks very, very vulnerable right now. Um, I know they've had some injury problems. Their bats, of course. I mean, their bats weren't. It was their arms. It was their arms that were so impressive. Um, their their bats, not so much. And um, they've got some injuries, and they're having some problems right now. And uh, you know, to to that, I say, you know, welcome to our world. I mean, we've been dealing with that all season. And it's time somebody else wears it for a little while. So, I mean, not that we want anybody to get hurt. That's certainly not what we're endorsing. But um, if if you're dinged up, if you're you're a Southern Miss fan and you're upset because your your team's dinged up, well, hey, that's welcome to the neighborhood. Yeah, and uh, yeah, there's still seven teams that are. In the mix to win the regular season title. Um, That's crazy. That, so, that, that, yeah. And no one has been eliminated yet from the conference tournament with six games left. Um, it's going to come down to the last week, last three games, I guarantee. You, but oh yeah. Uh, so it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun to, to follow the other conference games and. Uh, Looking forward to getting back to the Hayes next weekend. Yeah. All right. So uh, I don't. I don't. Haven't seen a start time on softball. The the other game did end, so they're they're on the clock now. That's coming up. So uh, maybe we ought to. Um, maybe we ought just do like Jimmy and go watch softball and uh, and wrap this thing up. Um, that's what producer Brad wants to do. He's got that look on his face, like, okay, we've run out of things to talk. That's it's all good. This is, I think we covered the, I think we can cover the, yep. cover the important we stuff. My list. We covered my list. Kevin's list and we answered questions, um, coming in via, uh, via text, via, via chat. And I mean, that's, I feel like we've done our job. I think, Actually, one, one are, thing. Go, I, I think Tom and I are corporate should keep us employed for another week. Yeah, well, we should keep. We should get a raise. Um, one thing I did want to mention: Ken Fisher. He had five straight games and a home run. Mm-hmm. Um, he had what six over five game period, uh, five game uh, streak, and had eleven 
11 ribbies over five games. That was pretty, pretty impressive. Um, we were cheering for him to, to walk it off on Sunday to get that 10 run rule, but uh, he ended up lacing a, a, a single instead. So, you know, it, it's uh, okay. Softball, softball starts at 9 15 and it's, it's 9 14. So, <laughs> dang, Jimmy, did we time that for you or what, buddy? That's that's how we roll. <laughs> we appreciate them waiting for us to finish our show before they got rolling. That's awesome. I mean, gosh. All right, folks, we're out of time. Uh, by next time, by next week, we'll be talking about softball having won the Conference USA tournament. So, and and the Niners in the in the race, uh, getting ready to host uh, Louisiana Tech. So. Looking forward to next week's show already. Um, find this uh, podcast wherever you find your podcast. Uh, check us out on social media, uh, Facebook, Twitter, primarily Twitter, Instagram. Still no TikTok, never going to be TikTok. Um, click subscribe on any of that stuff to be notified of new content. Say hello at the ballpark. We love that kind of stuff. Love talking to you. Come tailgate with us. That's what we love. Uh, come to Louisiana Tech Saturday. Come tailgate with us. So until next time, this has been Nick for Kevin and producer Brad. We're definitely planning on seeing you at the Hayes. Go Niners.